Everybody, welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, out of Oklahoma City. We got Sam McIntosh joining us tonight for the show. Happy to have you, Sam. And then we got Maddie from Rev Theory, an awesome band. What is up, baby? Cheers. Yo, 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 yo. Cheers. That's right. Cheers. Cheers with the water. <laughs> Boring life. Boring Rev? life. You can't do that. It's bad luck. Bad luck. That's all right. No, there, there's a little bit in here. <laughs> it on myself. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. good job. Good job. <laughs> that kind of show. Rev Theory is on the podcast. Excited to have you guys here. Excited to have you here. Not you guys. Excited to have you here on <laughs> yeah. the show, man. You guys and you guys are coming up with some some new songs recently, huh? Yeah, we we've, we've been over the past few years kind of off the radar, but had been recording a bunch of stuff. Just you know, in secret, and uh, I have a hard drive full of tracks that i've produced or co-produced with people and we just decide uh at the end of 2019 that we want to just start releasing stuff on our own um basically independent is it is it getting a little weird because the talk again the talk is starting to happen you're like oh hell no don't you start this stuff again (laughs) don't you start this stuff because i know in our camps with the you know especially for the touring side we're we're starting to have that talk and i was like just prepare if they do guys we don't give up. We keep pushing. And if they do shut stuff down again, what we do is we go back to the studio and record, record, record yeah. more. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I definitely, a, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of talk on both sides. It's like touring, mm-hmm. like not touring, like what's going on? Like what's the yep. world going to be like? The You know, it's evolving constantly and day to day. It's you don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, I basically uh, about a a decade ago decided I wanted to like learn how to produce so that I could do everything in house. And that's, that's the stuff you're hearing over the previous record and all the new releases over the past year and a half are just things that I produced and, or co-produced with people um, because we decided after being in paying a, a bunch of money in studios all the time that like, wait, we can do this ourselves. Like why are we paying all this money to do this? So yeah. And, you know, there is something about collaborating with people, but, um, you know, there's an, there's also a side of it where it's like, if you're the artist and you can reflect the art through the recording and you have a vision and you can, you can do that yourself, then why not do it? So, yeah. you know, it's, I, I, you know, I, I grew up listening to punk rock and it was all DIY, you know, that was kind of the, the mantra. So I wanted to embrace that on my end. So uh, only- that's why I started doing that. Do you only produce stuff for Rev Theory, or, or do you also uh, do other bands co- contact you to maybe produce some of their stuff as well? Um, yeah, I mean, I've worked with artists uh, developing and doing demos and stuff like that, and I've done some stuff for TV and film and trailer music, and I started to get into remixing artists, so I've released a couple things under the name Plastic Cinema, and I have two remixes under that name and I'm going to keep doing stuff under that. And then it's going to kind of evolve into a more like cinematic electronic, um, you know, with like real instrument uh, elements infused. So it's kind of an infusion of rock electronic and whatnot. 
Yeah, the only thing Sebastian has done is sing in the shower, and he thinks that's a hit song. It's a hit. It's a hit. Just put the mic in the shower, bro. Yeah, he's like, let it go. Let it go. Oh, damn. That's not a hit. Remix. Yeah, let it go. Remix. And it's called Go to Hell. <laughs> let's go. Let's go talk. So, how many albums does Rep Theory have? Like studio albums? Is it just four? Is it is it coming uh, on five? So, our first album was Truth Is Currency when we were called Revelation Theory. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we changed our name, and then we had Light It Up, followed by Justice, and then we did. I think we did an EP after that. We had like an acoustic EP. We released another full length called The Revelation. Okay. Um, which I produced that album also. Um, and so, yeah, four full lengths. And then we've been kind of compiling a body of work that I, I plan to release as a full length. Are you getting into the reimagining of songs like a lot of artists do after they have so much catalog that they're like, hey, let's go back to this old song, but let's put a spin on it and, you know, remix yeah. it and, and do it. Either go down tempo, up tempo, what you know, whatever. Because I've seen yeah. it. I, I think the best body of work that I've seen from that is uh, Fallen in Reverse. I think I liked oh, when yeah. he went back and started, you know, making it piano. We also talked uh, on our 100th episode, again, with Jared from Bowling Fruit Soup, where he, made, he did piano versions of all his songs. It's like Dinner oh, dinner wow. with Bowling for Soup. And so you listen to it. It could be classy enough to listen to at dinner. Oh, but cool. And you're like, wait, that I know this tune. I know the song, you know, so sure. 1985 yeah. coming on. There's definitely been a lot of discussion about that type of thing. And I've been messing with acoustic arrangements of some older, heavier songs and just messing with that stuff. So I, I wouldn't rule that out for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to go back to, well, and I can't say yeah. it's easy, but it, it definitely something. Yeah. What's Sebastian? Sebastian has a, <laughs> Sebastian just got lost on us. He's like, yeah, I know everything. I was thinking about that shower song. Yeah. One of, main, no, one of the main questions I wanted to ask you, and I don't watch I don't watch wrestling anymore like I used to. I used to be a big like WWE or even back when it was called WWF. But the band has is it someone's intro song? Um, yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah. And is yep. it still is it still I assume yeah. honestly, I don't really keep up with that stuff. And yeah, okay. you know, the last thing we did was the WrestleMania performance for their 30th anniversary. Okay. Um, but I don't. I assume it is, and but it's funny because it's always been a joke with a not not a joke that we did that, but literally anytime we'll post anything, someone will comment voices. Randy Orton. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. You can be like, we're giving money to children for charity, and they're like, voices. Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't get away from it. How do you even Hilarious. get into that? Like, did did you guys con- did someone from your team contact them? Or did yeah. that wrestler just like you? Like, hey, I want Rev Theory's voices song to be my, and then like permission. Uh-huh. Like, how does that even start to form? Uh, honestly, I think it was our label and just connections, and they liked the music, and they had licensed, uh, they had licensed our track Hell Yeah for mm-hmm. WrestleMania, uh, the year it came out, and um, and then it just kind of like you know, a, a, a relationship kind of ensued from that. And they were like, Hey, we need a theme song for this guy. And we were like, cool. Yeah, we'll do it. So do you guys get paid for that? Like, is that something that you guys get? Or is the label no. just, no. just 
So that's why no. you don't need using it or not. You'd be it's just, more of it. It's, there's, there's a lot of things you do. Um, which looking back on it, it's like, damn, I wish we had gotten paid for some of this stuff. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of things you do where it's like, oh, it's exposure. You know, like, you know, if EA wants to it. use your song on Madden, you're like, hell yeah. Like, let's put it on there. Like, you don't you don't really think about the paycheck because, you know, the exposure is payment enough. Yeah. So we, we were just talking about take. We were just talking about this literally before you got on, and I was talking about I just watched something with Jelly Roll. You know who Jelly Roll is? Big, big, sultry R and B. You know, uh, I I, yeah. I don't know, but I'm gonna look at it. Yeah, check check out Jelly Roll. He he's he's a pretty good artist. But he was talking about label and label support, and and the thing is, is you know I'm on both sides as management, and also I've worked at, worked labels too, and I can tell you that there's a there's a give and take, and the main thing is is bands just don't have the money to market themselves and compete with all these thousands of other artists that are out yeah. there too. So that's where the label comes involved. They can they have the money, not all of them, but most of the the big ones do. They have the money to the pushing power so you can get famous so then you can go back and and start making and start renegotiating your contracts better and start you know actually keeping yeah. some of your royalties but i i told him it's like it's like a give and take and if you got that advance money you got that advance money so uh-huh. you know yeah. you just got to yeah. go to have a good team exactly. to not spend a lot of money on your recordings like yeah you know a good example i like, like to find bands. yeah fi- i find bands that know how to self-record for the most part, because exactly, or at least yeah. or at least track most of the stuff and then we'll have someone mix and master it like, say, Kane Churko, uh, you know, yeah. Five Finger Death Punch. Those that yeah. guy, uh, Jack's Diaries, yeah. they record all their stuff, track all their stuff, and then we send it to him for mixing and mastering. And sometimes, um, you know, maybe he'll change a couple things here and there, but it'll save a band tons of money. But we still need that money to market because that's the hard one. And there's no return on investment on yeah. <laughs> advertising. So, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, if if you're talking about Food Fighters or Green Day and WWE yeah. like wanting to use your song, they're like, Yeah, yeah, you can use it <laughs> yeah. for yeah. fucking real money. But when you're coming up, it's like, wait, they want to license, you know, they want to use our song and like promote us. I yeah. Mean, okay, yeah, we'll take it. That free promotion and well, it's well, definitely well, good exposure. Yeah, dude, and you know what? I hope somebody yeah, no, I'm never mind, but yeah. I, I could say I even though I'm not a, an artist or in a band. I, I mean I am in a band, but a crappy band. We're not gonna talk about it. Crash Panda. Crash Panda. In fact, in fact, we'll have Rev Theory write the next Grass Panda song, and we'll just right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him give him a skeleton. <laughs> give him a skeleton of like two beats every four measures, and then he'll yeah. write something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want that furry. I want that furry panda. Helmet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. We're not even really supposed to talk about it. So I'll do it for it. that. If you send me one of those, I'll do a track for you. I will send you a furry. Uh, we'll get. Man. I think I think I buy Walmart.com. I'm, I'm actually. No, I'm, I, want, I want a legit one, man. I, it has to be legit. Like, Wait, are you? Are, yeah, are you in Sacramento? I'm in San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Okay, we're rolling through San Diego in September with uh, Animal Son and Cannibal oh, Kids. Cool. So, so, and I'm from Yuma. Uh, so, I went okay. to Marine Corps in San Diego. So, and I lived down oh, in wow. PB for the longest time. Yeah. 
Uh, well, not the longest time. Enough to say, I'm not living here anymore. It's way too expensive. Bye bye. Oh my god. But no, no, the band's not from California, though, right? The band no, is from no. Massachusetts. Well, it's it's kind of scattered. Uh, I'm originally from outside Philadelphia. Okay. Um, Rich was from North Jersey. Dave's from outside Boston, and Julian uh, is from Vancouver, Canada. So, oh wow, they, those three guys went to school together in Mass. And that's why most, you know, so sources you mean- will say we started in mass. And then we okay. and then we we when I joined the band, it was the final, you know, I was the final piece to right. Rev theory. And that was in New York. Okay, so so I, I was how- living in New York at the time. OK, I'm sure you probably asked this or people probably asked you this a bunch of times. But it's the first time I'm asking it. So I kind of want to know how how did that happen? How did. You go or the band go from Massachusetts, you join in New York. Like, how did that all form back in like what late 90s, early 2000s? Craigslist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was Craigslist even around back then? I don't, I don't even know. I don't know Facebook was barely around back then. No, MySpace had like it was, it was all MySpace, yeah, that's right. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace, we had in MySpace. MySpace is pretty dope. I don't know. Hey, I, I'm <laughs> thinking about going back. Yeah, you I'm going back. Like, it's not the same thing anymore. It's not the same nah. thing anymore. You, you kids customize your page all cool. and like, Yeah, you, you kids will never know. You don't understand. Yeah. You will never know the 56K modem dial-up uh, and, and MySpace. And then trying to, down, trying to download porn in like four minutes forever. Oh <laughs> buffering, buffering, <laughs> buffering, <laughs> buffering. You're like, like ah, how am I come, on. come on. <laughs> like, ah, come on, really? Come on, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey, this, this is a cool, this is a classy show. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very classy. It's very real. It's shared, ex- you know, everyone has that experience yep. if they grew, if they grow up. No, yeah, that's, that's also true. That, no, that's not a lie. That, that, that's it's yeah, not yeah. a lie. Buffering, buffering, but, loading. But can you go back and take us to how that whole band even started yeah, and, so, uh, and how that happened? So those three guys had played in a, they basically were a cover band in college. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, played shows for beer and whatnot and fucked around and they wrote a couple songs and never nothing ever really came of it. And they went their separate ways after college. And then uh, Rich actually ended up sit. It's kind of a funny story. He sang on a basically popular um, house music, like New York club scene song, and it became big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very, mm, mm. they all sound like that. To <laughs> very, me. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <back> then. <laughs> so he was he was actually doing a show at a club in Long Island, and he met our manager. And our manager was like, "Hey, dude, do you do you ever think about doing a rock project? Your voice is awesome." And he's like, "I actually have a band." So he called up uh, Dave, our drummer, and Julian, the guitarist, and was like, "Hey, this guy, you know, he's he's making some." Uh, he's making some waves in the rock scene. You know, he was working with uh, Fred Durst and had an artist signed with Fred Durst label. And, you know, back then that was like, cool. So yeah. <laughs> that, that, would, that would still be cool. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm 38. I'm 38. So, you know, at my age, all that shit, all that shit's cool, man. You know? Yeah. 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 And then, you know, just, just off of the recent Lollapalooza, you know, Fred Durst's image, I, I'm going to, I'm going to dress like that from now on. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm I, I gotta look yeah. this up. I didn't. See yeah, he's got, he's got, he's got 
Blonde hair, yeah. blonde silver hair. He's wearing amber colored glasses. He's wearing like a a. Uh, oh, it's just it great right now. No, yeah, it, yeah. Right now. It, 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 but, but but he is wearing like Vans shoes, like those checkered shoes. I think the slip on kind. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. yeah, what is that a wig? I no, I hair. don't think so. It has to be hair implants. No, it has, it has to be hair implants, dude. He Maybe doesn't he have. He didn't have hair. No, he didn't. He lost. His, wait. Oh my God! Yeah, so, so it's like you know a what coaches like uh, Scott Wyland's kind of yeah. So all I can say is what? this: kudos to whoever was a part of this because Old it's all across the internet and it's oh and, and there's like a thousand pictures, dude. There's like a it, thousand there's a pictures. lot, yeah. Everyone and I, like, I'll show you like, oh, that's a fake picture. I was like, it's not a fake picture. There's more pictures. He's wearing yeah. like a, and he's wearing like a. Is it the brown, the the brown jacket pants? he's wearing? The jacket yeah, like he's wearing? Yeah, like the brown, like, like a... slacks or whatever. Yeah, it's a. Um, yeah. It looks like a windbreaker. It's like a windbreaker oh. rain jacket. Like yeah, old school windbreaker. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. So all I gotta say is kudos. If there was a management team and a marketing team behind this, because that's only yeah. that's what everyone's talking about yeah. after all. Yeah. Not da- not Foo Fighters, fucking. Um, phenomenal set. No, they're talking about Fred Dirtz and no. his new look. And and guess what? Yeah, you know what's coming next? Music. So I, yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, right. Hate, he's making the comeback. He is. I hope yeah. he does make yeah. comeback. I I like I like Limp Biscuit. I like I like the whole. You still like Limp Biscuit? Yeah. I still like I still I still like yeah. Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I mean I, we all. Do. Yeah. I mean, we come all do. on, man. I'm 38. Like everyone, yeah. everyone like everyone, yeah. everyone also like Rap Theory. And their songs, and you guys have a new song that we want to play. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, Rev Theory. Let's go talk yeah. to Rev Theory. Yeah, hey, yeah. why don't you go do your? Why, hey, while we play the song, go do the handlebar mustache. Come out with a jacket, and dude, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, <laughs> get my red the, shades. You're blowing the fuck up, bro. You are yeah, blowing. Yeah. Wait, you're gonna be the biggest superstar, yeah. bigger than everyone. <laughs> you got about four <laughs> minutes to do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, Let's check out uh, what was the song called again, uh, Sebastian? Remember me. Here we go.
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm bringing back the Ted Kaczynski style Unibomb, Damn, bro. I should get my satellite out. Too late now. Too late now. I should have got it back. Too late. Too late. You suck at comedy bits. No more for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I did want to hear that song. I did want to hear that song. That is an awesome song, man. Thank yeah, you, it was bro. very good. But now, so the other new song you guys have, "Make Me a Drink." That does have a lyric video to it. Is that your newest release, Make Me a Drink? No, uh, I actually released a song called Urinal Rodeo, which was a collaboration with Brandon Soller from Atreyu and Heidi Shepard from Butcher Babies. So, yeah, uh, Julian and I did a writing session with Brandon Soller years ago and uh, wrote this ridiculous song called Urinal Rodeo and... and, uh, I was like, what are we going to do with this? And we didn't know what to do with it. And it was just sitting around. And I I was like, hey. And we had done some co-writing with the Butcher Babies. And uh, I was like, hey, Heidi, do you want to do some screams on this track? And she was like, yeah, I'm totally down. She, she's like, I love this shit. It's awesome. So yeah, no, she I, came in. Yeah, I feel, I feel left out. So hold on. You can see you talking. No, 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 you got to stay right there. You should have up another song to play. No, we don't have any other song because you didn't download another song. That's why. So, so now have you, now have you, there, have you guys, uh, have you guys had a chance to tour with Butcher Babes or, or Trey you yet? Especially, you know, with their new stuff. played on some festivals together, but, uh, never toured, but, I would love to. I'd love yes. to. I, like, um, we, oh, so we, we didn't tour with uh, Treyu, but we toured with uh, Brandon's other project, um, Hell or High Water. Okay. And that's okay. where we kind of like forged a friendship there. And he's super talented, multi, multi-instrumentalist, writer, singer. Um, okay. So he's a super rad dude. And then, you know, we became friends with the Butcher Babies just co-writing because they were, they were kind of coming up. Uh, Julian and I lived in LA and we were writing and producing for artists and they were coming up on the scene and uh, our, our homie Clay Bush um, was kind of like pushing them. And then they ended up signing a deal and uh, yeah, you know, uh, they, they asked us if we wanted to co-write. So we did some co-writing with them. And, have you, and have you ever, sorry, go ahead, Sam. I love it. A lot of times, a lot, especially the up and coming artists will, will tell will not understand how the the 
industry works when putting bands together and, and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, you could be best friends with another band. That doesn't mean you're ever going to get a chance to tour with them because they no. have other people called booking agents and managers that say, yeah, they're just not going to sell a ticket. Sorry, guys. We've got to, we got to take this band. They're on this roster. They're on yeah. usually their own roster. So, so if you're watching Dave Shapiro, you know, let uh, hit up hit up Dean or hit, or hit up yeah. Maddie and and say and, and take out Rev Theory, yeah. Or a- yeah. Andrew Goodfriend, whoever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know who your agent is, so uh, <laughs> we don't we don't currently have an agent. Yeah, so, so. you're doing your own thing. Have, have you ever wanted to take a band out on tour with you that you couldn't take out on tour with you because they were your buddies and you really thought you could kind of help push for them to make it to to another level? Um. No, not that I recall. I mean, there's definitely bands that we, um, you know, like I said, Julian and I were kind of writing and producing artists and we've Mm -hmm. always seen that side of, you know, being writing producers, uh, you know, linking ourselves with artists that we like and think have potential. But um, yeah, definitely like throughout the years, there were people that we kind of affiliated with and, and, you know, tried to help out as best we could, but I think there were ever any tours that we brought yeah. people on, but we had talked, we had talked about going and, uh, and bringing some people out to Europe and doing some touring out there. So, I mean, that's still kind of on the, on the table right now. Yo, well, I, 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 hold on. 2023 rev theory and thrash Panda European oh, tour. Man. Damn. European, you would have no traction <laughs> even in America, let alone we should put the, the, the like Jack stuff in Europe. No, they like the Europeans, like you know, they'll like it. I yeah, well, no, Jack, Jack's Diaries definitely for which actually I did. I tell I told uh, Dean, I said, Hey, Jack's Diaries is over here in Italy and they're taking off. Uh, so I mean, let's let's put these guys together. He goes, I don't know if we're doing Europe right now. So <laughs> I was like, Well, we're ready. So I'm, I'm heading over there in the in the uh, winter for the next album. So hey, hey Maddie, hey. what was one of your favorite, uh, if you have one, anyways, one of your favorite bands to tour with that you guys just kind of click real well and and just and loved it? Mm-hmm uh honestly one of our favorite tours um the most outlandish ridiculous party tour that we did was with hinder nice um it was kind of a it was kind of a weird uh meetup because we had the same lawyer and they were kind of coming up and we were like oh yeah like we're you know we're putting out an album and they had just released an album and they're like yeah why don't you come on this stint with us and um it got out of hand it was just <laughs> it was the craziest we were having so much fun and we just became like super tight homies and That's awesome. you know they ended up this was before they even had you know just a hint of success before they you know had lips of an angel which was like a big su- success oh, yeah. for them and yeah. and a crossover single and probably one of the big last big rock crossover singles that i'm aware of but uh um man that tour was out of hand and it was a lot of fun and i think they still talk about it too we just i don't know something about it we were kind of coming up and we were still like young and fresh and we're, and it was like our first like really really big tour and it was well, a lot if we of get them on the show which we're gonna try to then uh we'll, yeah we'll bring it we'll bring it, we'll yeah, bring yeah. it up well we're gonna say hey you remember that time you went out with red theory and you guys um you know uh filled the pool with uh 
like green jello. Yeah. And like, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? And I was like, that's right. what Maddie said. That's what Maddie said. Yeah. And then you guys got naked and then started backstroking through it. And you're like, what? Dude, those guys would do some crazy shit. They were all about bets and like, do this thing. And like, they would just have the craziest dares and it sounds like a they got out of hand. Episode. It was, they were kind of like the, the jackass you know, but, band, like cer- certain guys in the band, not everybody, but certain yeah, guys right, in the band right, would just, right. they would literally do them, anything. Right. Like the it's one, not- the, the guitar player got his, uh, one time we were on tour, I think it was the Bad Boys or Rock Tour, and he got, he got his nutsack tattooed. That would hurt. Yeah. Did somebody do I went in and he was he was holding it. He was like stretching his ball He was shaking. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine me in the tattoo artist? She wait, wait, wait. You want me to tattoo what? You know, that's a couple extra hundred bucks just because I got to fucking look at your nuts. You have to stay still. Well, yeah, getting tattooed. Dude. Like, you're nuts. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Oh, that would hurt so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. It would hurt yeah. and tickle at the same time. There we um, go. Sebastian, that what's we're doing this weekend. We're getting your nuts tattooed. No with, way. The, with, mean, the loud, with the loud spot logo. Yeah. Or you can just put my face. Just you put my face on you. Just that, our little cartoon right there. Just my face on your nuts. That, oh right, damn, that's uh, that's a pretty picture. Yeah, I don't think that. Remind me about that Saturday night, Sam. That's right. <laughs> that's their thrash panda initiation. Anyone that that's wants right. to be in thrash, oh. you gotta get your next tattoo <laughs> with Sebastian's face. That's right. <laughs> so, but you get all royalties from it that, from the song that you help create. Exactly. That's the way, dude. I wish this oh, segment man. would not end right now. Yep. Oh, wow. yep. Hey, but I do want to ask you, Maddie, what is uh, what is next for Ramsey? I know you guys have your uh, new songs out. Are you guys planning on touring? Are you coming out with an actual whole album? Um, yeah, we're give me the lowdown. De- we're definitely putting out an album. Uh, I, I have a song in the queue, ready to go, um, called "Fire in the Sky." And it's nice. definitely a little pretty, pretty heavy, pretty intense. Um, and then probably release a full album. I have the artwork and everything ready. I'd like to do like a vinyl printing. Uh, it's called Salvation Nowhere. Um, and Fire in the Sky might be the last song. And then some, and then, you know, maybe do a vinyl with some like B side stuff that wasn't released uh, through streaming platforms. That's and then probably, yeah, so something to, you know, add a little extra content, um, you know, some cool artwork and, and insert stuff. And then, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're looking at possibly touring next year. Cool. Uh, you know, we have to fill in a couple of slots in the band now that there's been some lineup changes. But, uh, I, you know, obviously as an artist, you're always itching to get out and play these new songs. So, Can, yeah. bands, can bands still, like, remember back in the, when they had the cassette tapes or even with the uh, CDs, you would have the secret track that would come on after the last song would play. You let it oh, play. I love that shit. But can they do that anymore? Because everything's all streaming now. So do they? Do yeah. they still do that? I mean, I, I don't see why not. Because right. you could just put that extra track with like silence, yeah. or the last track has right. like, Maybe lo- like a, a long song. Yeah, yeah, like long silence, and then at the end it comes yeah. in. So yeah, you could just make it a long silence intro that's like four minutes long, and then it yeah. starts the track. So right, exactly. I haven't heard that in forever. I, 
I don't I know love that, that man. shit. Me yeah. too, man. That was kind of that was a thing that I, that a lot of like late '90s, early to mid 2000s bands kind of did before streaming really took over. Yeah, uh, but I, but I knew because I actually had the copy of the CD. Now when I go, you know, listen to a song, I typically buy that song that I like because you can just download that one song instead of the whole entire album, which is real, which is really kind of a sad thing. Because uh, listening to full albums really gets you a better idea of the whole entire band, you know. Yeah. yeah, like I, I, you know, my biggest thing, the last album that I just, you know, uh, took in was the Treyu's new album, uh, Baptize. So, um, nice. I love it. I love it from start to finish. Yeah, had it's some weak like- spots in there, but you know, go figure. It's a whole album, and not every song can be, you know, smash hits almost to to someone. So, see, that's right. Not like um, my songs are all smash hits. Not everybody. Can no, be like there's not even one. Not one. All killer, no filler, baby. <laughs> That's right. Grass <laughs> In my case, it's all filler, no killer. <laughs> <laughs> and and don't buy the shit, please. Do not buy the shit ever. Don't even listen to it when it comes out on Spotify, please. It's horrible. <laughs> Your kid, (laughs) you will be ruining the future of it. It makes your nutsack dry up. That's what it is. Makes your tattooed nutsack dry up. (laughs) That's right. Just not ready for. I'm just too far advanced uh, for for what everyone's listening to right now. You're 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 worse. The songs are worse than the 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 that band that played in Star Wars on tattooed that that bar scene. They're worse than that. They were good, man. They're pretty good. You remember it. That's right. You remember it. Let's talk about your merchandise. We know you got your website. I think it's reptheoryofficial.com, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And you got your merch. You also have your music videos on there and your lyric videos on there. For sure. Yeah. You guys have any updates? All your updates on there as well. Go ahead. Sorry. We've been we've been trying to do merch items for all the releases, um, at least a short run exclusive stuff. So you can get some cool merch items with uh, the single artwork and uh, definitely more of that to come. Hey, any any personal like Patreon pages or fans only or anything like that? No, not right now. Um, I've been kind only of fans. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, fans, yeah. no, but uh I should probably do that, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Big thing right there. You still your bath water. Water. <laughs> do I have to get do I have to get naked? <laughs> no. No, just wear work? one of those nude suits, you know, like the little jumpers that uh those little morph suits, but it's just nude. <laughs> or, or just show your oh. feet. Show your yeah, feet. that's right. Just show your feet. That's right. I'll put on a, I'll put on a pant. I'll put on a panda head and take off my clothes and no one that's knows right. it's me. No, no exactly. <laughs> Except for anyone who's seen you naked and like, I know that birthmark. Like, yeah. I know exactly who that is. Yeah. And those tattooed nuts. And those tattooed nuts. Yeah, right. No one will ever know. No. They'll never know. <laughs> that's all I got, Sam. You got any last questions before nope. we follow the show? We appreciate, yep, appreciate you, Matt, for coming on. Uh, Guys, don't forget this was pre-recorded on Tuesday, but Maddie might be in this chat, so if you say ask him a question, he might chime on in. Uh, Don't forget to come see us. Uh, We are currently, uh, if this is airing Friday night, we are currently in Nashville, so come see us on Saturday at the Rockin' Pod here in Nashville down at the the Hilton Airport Inn or something like that. I don't know what it is. Um, Come harass us. Uh, uh, We're going to get that. Yep. (laughs) 
no, it's the Hilton, baby. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's got like like five ballrooms. So class, class, classy. That's right. It's classy. But if not, we're going to get uh, Sebastian. Uh, we're going to get him drunk, and he's going to run naked on the airstrip. So here we go. All I got to say is uh, follow me on MySpace. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> In conclusion, follow and, all of us yeah. on MySpace. And go go listen to Rev Theory. Go check him out on Apple, Spotify. Check out the new music videos. They are one hell of a band, and I've been listening to them for years, man. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I certainly appreciate it, dude, 100%. All right, we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Cheers. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A big post has a pimp show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.